Welcome to Frickety Frack. We do talk back. Thank you for joining us in this episode. Hello, my name is Jeff and I'm Frick. Hello, my name is Patrick and I'm Frack. Frickety Frack, We Do Talk Back is a show where we will discuss different aspects of fandom and how they relate to the gospel. We are going through the second season of My Hero Academia, connecting lessons from each episode to teachings in the Bible. Just as many of you are, we are also fans of other things as well. So when we finish the second season of My Hero Academia, we're going to go in a different direction and look at anything ranging from anime, comics, video games, movies, or other things that we're fans of. We got the name of the show from our father, who dubbed us Frick and Frack since we were kids. We are on the 22nd episode of the second season, and the title for this episode is Yaoyurozu Rising. Episode opens up with Tokuyami and Sue uh, going up against ectoplasm. And from the get-go, it shows that they came up with a good strategy, and they showed the strong ability to communicate and develop a plan against a pro hero like ectoplasm recovery girl points out to Midoriya and Uraraka who are still continuing to watch the matches through the monitoring with recovery girl that the key to that the key to winning for Sue and Tokiyami is going to be Sue's level headedness and emotional support since she happens to note, since Recovery Girl happens to notice that Tokiyami has weakness to close attacks. He's phenomenal at range, but he's very weak to close attacks. Sue and Tokiyami managed to get the cuff on Ectoplasm, despite him having actually captured them with a very large uh, replication of himself. Uh, Ida and Ojiro are go up against Power Loader. They manage to pass by escaping from Power Loader by combining Ida's reciprocal power and Ojiro's natural agility. And a majority of this episode is the match between Todoroki and Yaoyurozu against uh, Aizawa. Todoroki very quickly has a plan in place and gives Yaoyurozu instruction. He wants Yaoyurozu to keep making tiny objects to use to detect when Aizawa is near. And Yaoyurozu goes along with the plan, and uh, Todoroki says that once we figure out that Aizawa's close, he's going to draw him in and uh, keep him occupied, and then Yaoyurozu can then make in a run for the escape. Yaoyurozu is impressed that Todoroki came up with the plan so quickly. However, Todoroki brushes off, says it's nothing. Uh, Yaoyurozu continues to explain that both of them made it to UA on recommendation, and Todoroki has shown exceptional growth where she feels she hasn't really done anything, um, particularly in the sports festival. She feels like she was a disappointment. Aizawa quickly captures Todoroki and chastises him that they should have talked this through more since he put since Todoroki put most of the burden on himself. Aizawa no- does note that Yaoyurozu's confidence has been shattered since the sports festival and wishes there was something he could do to help her. However, that's not his job right now. Yaoyurozu evades Aizawa to make it back to Todoroki. Todoroki apologizes to Yaoyurozu that he didn't discuss strategy with her and explains that he knows she has a plan. Yaoyurozu doesn't believe her plan would succeed, especially since Todoroki's failed. 
He goes on to explain to her that the other person that voted for her for class rep was him, since he believed she was the best person to lead the class. This gives Yao Rozu a much-needed confidence boost, and the pair managed to escape Aizawa, and they began to formulate a plan. Yaiyorozu tells Todoroki her plan, and he agrees to it. Yaiyorozu creates a distraction involving a catapult and a capture, cloth, a capture cloth similar to Aizawa's. Although the distraction caught him off guard, Yaiyorozu made an error in launching the catapult that left her open to attack. However, Aizawa backed off. Yaiyorozu launches the catapult holding the scarf, and Todoroki's flames causes the scarf to return to its original shape, trapping Aizawa. They win. Todoroki is impressed at how smoothly the plan went, although according to Yaiyorozu, it shouldn't have. Aizawa explained he was still uncertain as to what Todoroki was going to do since he couldn't cancel his quirk, so th he thought it was his it was best to evade. Todoroki compliments Yaiyorozu, and she begins to become emotional. Todoroki is at a loss as to what is happening to her and fails miserably at trying to help her. Recovery Girl comments that Aizawa is nothing but a big softie. So in this episode, we've got the first significant appearance of ectoplasm and power loader. Uh, both of them have appeared and they both appeared at the USJ and they also um, have appeared in, you know, in teacher meetings and, and the like, uh, but they, um, this is the first time we get to see them using their powers and um, just actually how good they are as pro heroes. Um, one of the interesting things that we see in this episode, um, you know, especially, especially this, this comes up more in the Sue Tokoyami, um, uh, uh, you know, final exam that the two of them were, everyone was so focused on like, Oh, what, what should we do about Tokoyami? You know, what, you know, look at what Tokoyami's doing. He's just so great. Blah, blah, blah. And then when it really comes down to it, it was Sue. Sue was the one who led and, you know, really kind of made everything happen. Now, you know, it wouldn't have happened without Tokoyami's power, um, but it couldn't have done it without Sue's brain, you know. Um, and that's one of those interesting things that they've always talked about this. And in future episodes of My Hero Academia, they're even going to talk about you know, it doesn't matter what how powerful your quirk is. It it really matters on how you use it because um, anyone you can, can and, right? And it, and it comes down to mastering your power, uh, mastering your quirk. And uh, so it's is interesting when you listen to Recovery Girl talk about the two. Uh, she she mentions that Tokiyami is powerful. However, he has a very significant weakness in that he is not good at close range in close range combat. He's phenomenal at range because of Dark Shadow, and Dark Shadow is very powerful. But he, but she makes a note that Froppy doesn't really have any significant weaknesses. Yeah. Um, she's just not. So, one thing though to make certain, you know, to make clear is that she's not necessarily saying that you know that Sue is super powerful. But she just doesn't have any weaknesses. Uh, so she's so obviously she's not at, at the power level of like Todoroki or Bakugo or Midoriya, that sort of thing. But she doesn't have the significant flaws 
that one of the, that one of them has. She's, I mean, she's literally just a, she's a humanoid frog is is really what it kind of boils down to. Um, but what makes her such a strong character or a strong hero is that she doesn't get rattled. She keeps calm, um, and then she's also great at emotional support. Um, you know, she's she's she is a a, a fantastic character. Um, yeah. I'm I'm also a huge fan of Tokiyami. So putting those two together for nothing else, the fact that I really enjoy both those characters was enough for me to really enjoy this uh, this skirmish. Yeah, and um, Sue is very much like um, in in the DC comics. She's very much one of those. She's in line with a lot of those heroes that. Um, they're the ones that you know look after the other heroes, make sure everyone's okay. So, so not to make her, you know, she's she's not one of the, you know, Sue is not one of the big three, but she's very much uh, similar to the Wonder Woman um, kind of character, um, because especially in you know Wonder Woman's you know solo adventures or when she's the focus of Justice League or things like that. Wonder Woman is very often shown as the one who cares about the well-being of her teammates and her friends and things like that. And Sue is very much that way. Um, so I, I've always liked that about, and that was one of the things that initially drew me to Sue as well, is that I, you know, I connect to Sue in that way that I'm 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 very similar in that where I love, I mean, being a pastor, providing emotional support is actually a big part of my job. Um, but I I love doing that too. So that, that was one of the, uh, so this is one of the last things that I'll talk about how, why Sue is one of my favorite characters that when they brought this up and I was like, you're right. You know, it's like, Oh my gosh, she does do that. And I was like, Oh my gosh, and I do that too. I love it. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so that's one last thing about the reason why I like Sue. And so uh, one of the things that they showed that, you know, Tokoyami and Sue wouldn't be able to have won without teamwork. And then Ida and Ojiro, win because of uh teamwork too now it was mostly Ida. i'm not gonna lie it was mostly Ida, but ojiro carried his own weight too when right. uh because when he was thrown i mean Ida didn't get him far enough and power loader got to him but because ojiro was able to um you know he used his quirk he kept his head he was able to get past power loader and get out of the, um, the, you know, get out of the field of play to um, get to safety and win the final exam. Well, so like, like one of the things that's really fascinating about all three of these fights that happen in this episode is that the person that actually shines in all of these is the technically the lesser powerful of the pairing. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I think we could all agree that, you know, despite Sue is a great character, Tokuyami is the technically the more powerful here, has, has a more powerful work. And the same goes for Ida and Ojiro. Um, Ojiro, honestly, he's, he's just highly agile and he's got that tail. Um, but Ida has the super speed. Um, so I would put Ida as more powerful than Ojiro and then Todoroki. Honest, honestly, I don't know if there's anybody as powerful as Todoroki. 
um, especially yeah. at one a at, in you as you uh, in class one a. I don't know if there's, you know, whether or not he's going to be the whether or not he's the best hero. Blah blah. That's not the that's not what I'm saying here. By just pure power standards, I don't think anybody can match Todoroki. Um, however, it's Yaoyorozu, uh is the one that yeah. uh, wins the day. Well, and, and I don't know. Well, I, I agree that Todoroki is definitely one of the most powerful, but I mean, Yaoyorozu's quirk is extremely powerful too. Um, mm. uh, it's just, it's just interesting. It's just different. It's really hard to compare them with power levels. Like, I mean, if she, she controlled an element like Todoroki does where he shoots fire and shoots ice, it would be different. Like, but it would be, but because it's a creation kind of thing, I don't know. It's 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 hard to compare because she can create any non-biological material from her body. You know, I mean that's that's a wide range. Like, I mean, she she built cannons for fun, right? <laughs> right. Um, uh, but anyway, so but she but there's drawbacks. There's more drawback to her power than to. Todoroki. So, uh, well, so, well, is hers? Hers is more complicated because she has to know the uh, down to the molecular structure of whatever she's making. That's so true. she had so it makes her incredibly intelligent because she has to know all this stuff. But it's also it's also very taxing on her body, where she has to you know her the the fat that she has stored in her body is what is used to create these items, um, right. Whereas Todoroki just, you know, it's like his does have the, you know, his, he does have the limits with his power as well. And that he, if he uses one uh, side of his elements, one side of the elements too much, he either, if he uses too much fire, he overheats. If he uses too much ice, he freezes over. Um, so he right. does that. But he, within what makes his power, what makes his quirk so powerful is that he has his he can naturally buffer he can naturally balance out his his power um, right so uh but you know one of the things that was i don't know if this is the like the true launching point of it but to me it to me it is but it is the launching point of the toto momo ship um i know we don't talk a whole lot, a lot about the, the different ships in the uh in the manga or in the in the anime or anything like that, but to me this is kind of like the birthplace of this uh, ship, and and it's actually one that I fully support. I'm I'm me too, one hundred percent on the Totomomo train, um, and I do love that Todoroki is you know it's like we'll we'll you'll see this later, but Todoroki has been shut off from the rest of the world. He doesn't he hasn't had a lot of interaction with other people, um, so the fact that when he comp when he pays a compliment to Yao Yorozu and she becomes very emotional and she starts to kind of uh, you know break down break down a little bit. Todoroki's you know he's kind of like it's very dense and he's just kind of like uh are you nauseous? Because if you are, there's a there's a pressure point that you can use to and it's just it's just absolutely ridiculous um, at just how dense he is. But um, one of the things that I feel like that makes um, romantic relationships work so well is an ad is an admiration for each other, and I think that's and that's through this episode 
that's definitely shown. Like we see that um, is is truly the case. I think both they both have great admiration for each other. Um, yeah, and so I'm definitely I'm definitely a big fan um, of this ship. Um, I have I have some ships for for some other characters as well. But again, I'm not. Again, it's you know these are made up people that uh, don't actually exist. So to be like, oh, this they should be together because they're truly destined to be together. Nah, I don't. I don't really get into that a whole lot. Um, but I do. I do like the idea of those two um, pairing up in the future. Uh, I, I one of the things that I loved about what was going on with Todoroki and Yayorozu that you know and and jeff you put this out really well with the the episode synopsis that eraserhead could already see what was going on he was like you know i really wish i could help her but that's not my job right now i'm just like okay and that's that's him being a little coy but he he still was a teacher because he told todoroki he's like you know maybe you should have spoken to her about your plan and seen what she thought and that gave him that was when he was like okay you know what maybe i should ask her what was going on because um he he didn't have a clue that she had i mean he had an inkling because she's kind of said something he was like is that okay and since she didn't speak up they were like all right let's just do my plan um at the beginning of the the exam mm-hmm. and so but eraser is you know you know as i was like you know i it's like I I know exactly what I could do to help her, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> and yeah. that's and that's always a tough thing as a teacher or a leader or, um, you know, you know, and me as a parent, you know, I, I'm like, I could really solve this problem really quickly for them, but that's not gonna help anybody, right? Yeah, it's it's something that's really hard to, to balance. And, uh, cause it, it's definitely something that comes up in my couple di- in my different lines of work. Um, in my job, I'm a, tr- I'm a trainer. Um, I, I train other people at my place of work, how to do the job. Uh, then like the people that get hired on, I, I teach them how to do the job. Um, and so there's a little bit of, you know, for in the beginning, there's a little bit of hand holding where, you know, I tell them, it's like, okay, this is what you say. This is exactly what you do. Um, this is, you need to make sure you're doing this, this, and this. Um, but eventually you have to pull back. You have to let them make their mistakes. You have to let them just do their thing. Um, because you're not going to be able to hold their hand all the time. And especially in my position there, you know, like in my job, we have a lot of turnover. We have, we get, um, we get new people all the time. Um, so I don't have time to just sit and hold hands. So for everybody to teach them how to do the job, I have to, um, get them to be able to be self-sufficient and same thing in my coaching job. I, I coach high school kids. Um, and it's just like, I can, um, you know, it's one of the things that's always fun for me when I, when I'm coaching these kids is when they realize something that I've been telling them for years, um, or maybe some of these kids, maybe not years, but you know, I've been telling them for months, like, this is what you need to do. And they're like, Oh, it's like, yeah. Um, 
so it's uh so yeah it's just it's um it's it's a fun thing to do but aizawa was a in my in my opinion he aizawa might have been the best person you know he might have been the mvp of this episode just because even though he wasn't technically supposed to do that like he was supposed to go all out against them uh he still clearly um was you know he he kind of threw the fight a little bit um in order to help yaoi rose's confidence because all you can only imagine and then and then he does and then he does the nice thing too of you know giving a plausible explanation as to why he didn't go why he didn't do what he should have done he gave a plausible explanation in order so because she because yaoi rose like when she explains that it's like you know i messed up like i didn't i i was going to launch the catapult and i missed it i I missed the the trigger um but and he and he saw the opening and he didn't take it and so but he gives a a plausible it's like hey i didn't know what Todoroki was doing so i felt it was bad to back off so um and you know just making these tiny little sacrifices in order to uh help boost the confidence of his uh, students and especially one that has the potential to be a great hero and um he he does that to help um so it's something that i really appreciate about his character in this episode um and it's always fun when you get these little because most of the time you would just think aizawa is not a great teacher at all uh but then it's these little moments like this uh that just shows how great of a hero how great not just a hero he is but how great he is of a teacher um yeah. that's the little thing that i just i found like really funny was ida in this uh in this episode where he you know after he manages to get uh, ojiro out to safety he uh you know midori is just thinking in his head it's like oh man ida did so great you know he's so really cool and then he and then ida out loud voices and now i'm totally stuck and he's like well sometimes <laughs> um i totally got a, a truly a, a true chuckle out of that instance just because you know ida is just very matter of fact and uh you know there's no holding it when it comes holding it back with this sort of stuff so i just really really enjoyed that yeah um always great stuff when ida is being true to himself and and now that we're done with the stain arc um Ida is going to be much more focused on growing as a person and growing as a hero instead of just being like his big brother. And that's, that's, this is, this is a really great time for him um, to do that where he's being himself now, not um, in Jenny's little brother. So uh, today's, uh, this episode's biblical theme comes from second Timothy, second Timothy, Chapter 1, verse 7, and this is what it says. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. All right, and so the reasoning for this particular verse, uh, again, with the main focus of this episode being around Yaoyorozu and Todoroki's fight against Aizawa, we get to, this is probably, probably the first, I mean, she, she, we got a little, we got to know her a little bit during the sports festival, but this is one of her bigger episodes where she gets to be 
a little bit more involved in, in that. And the show is a little bit more focused on her. Um, and it shows how she has all this talent, but she very much lacks count, uh, confidence. And she really, need, in this episode, she really needed to tap into her ability to plan and strategize and to gain the confidence to overcome her weaknesses. Um, and her weaknesses for the most part are mental. Uh, just, you know, throughout the entire episode, you know, as she's running or, or trying to, she's, she's thinking of, she's doing 13, she's thinking of 13 uh, different things and it, it petrifies her and causes her to not act whatsoever. Um, and that's one of the things that happens to us that can happen to us. Um, if you're, I, I can be like that. I, I'm not always like it, but there are definitely times that I relate to that. I'm, I can be an overthinker and I'll overthink so much to the point that it paralyzes me and cause, and my fear just overwhelms me. And that's not what God has intended for us. Um, he didn't give us a spirit of, of, a fear, but it's, it's the spirit is, uh, you know, there's power in the spirit, there's love in the, in the spirit and self-control. So we don't have to be overwhelmed. Um, un unfortunately that's, it's not that you're not ever going to be overwhelmed and that you're not ever going to be afraid. Uh, those things, you, those things cannot be helped. It's just, it's going to happen. Um, but when we tap into this, the, to the spirit, when we tap into the Holy spirit, that God, has given which gives us access to him we need to use that as a way to it's like okay help me process this help me get through this stuff um and so one of the best ways to also do that to help to help heal you is to actually help others um that's i think that's something that's very healing uh, that causes you to heal yourself is to actually help other people and help them get healed and so when you talk to people and you open up about your struggles and the different things that you've gone through and your problems, it makes you more relatable um, because you don't seem to be this infallible person or you don't ever make any mistakes. When you're open about your problems and your, and your issues, it helps people understand you better. And then when you, and then also on top of it too, when you acknowledge your problems, it gives you, it, it, it gives you this power that you're just like, okay, I know I have this problem. How can I beat this? How can I get past this problem? And so that's something that I think is so important for us too, when it comes to our spiritual walk is that when we access the power that we have to us, we don't have to be overwhelmed by fear. We can look fear in the, in the eye and be like, I'm not afraid of this, or I have no reason to be afraid of this because I have God with me. And so I think that's just something that's so important for us to do when it comes to our walk with God is that as we're going out into the world, we realize we have all of this power and we have, we're, we have power, we're loved, we can be in control. We don't have to be afraid. And so access that, use that, um, and use that to not only to benefit your own life, but to benefit those around you, because not everybody is ready. It can handle everything because they can, it's very easy for people to get overwhelmed. And if you just help them, you tell, help them get through all this stuff and help them to focus. Um, it's amazing what this world could be if we um, looked at it through a calmer sense than instead of a fear sense. 
And something important for you know each one of us to to follow as disciples of Jesus Christ is is giving ourselves over to the Holy Spirit. Uh, you know, the Gospel of John tells us that you know Jesus told his disciples, "Is like now when I'm gone, God's going to send the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, to uh, teach you and to empower you to do the ministry that you're supposed to do." And the way we do that is we receive the Holy Spirit into our lives uh, when we receive Jesus in in our lives. And so when we do that, we're able to, um, you know, that, you know, just as Jeff was saying, is that this is our, 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 our bridge to life with God and life in God. Um, and... And so in, in all of this time, you know, we're supposed to remember that we are living a life with the Holy Spirit being with us. The Holy Spirit is omnipresent and omniscient and, um, and is able to guide us towards the path that we're supposed to be on. And when we give our lives over to the Holy Spirit, then that's, that's one of the ways that we can conquer our fear and recognize that, you know, we have power. It's God's power. It's not our own, but we're able to be like, okay, you know what? God is with me. No matter what happens, I'm all God is here no matter what happens. And, uh, and so that way that can help with the fear and, you know, and Jeff and I appreciate you saying this, that, you know, and it doesn't even, this doesn't mean that when you feel fear doesn't mean that your, your faith is failing. It just means that your, your emotions are telling you to be afraid. So one of the most important things you can do is recognize what you are feeling and then give those feelings over to God. And it takes work. It takes practice and it takes discipline to be able to give those emotions and feelings over to God. Um, you know, for, for anyone who has ever dealt with a, a panic attack or an anxiety attack, depression, anything like that, it can be really hard to overcome those things without um, tool, the tools necessary to overcome those. Most importantly, the most important thing that we can do as brothers and sisters is to be a, a calm spirit. So if you've got a brother or sister who is having a panic attack or anxiety or anything like that, being a, a calm present, a non-anxious present uh, presence among them is really important. Um, and to not not throw people under the bus or chastise them for for feeling those things because you know some people. Um, depression, anxiety, things like that is, is chemical that the only thing that can help them is medication and things like that, uh, you know, other than the healing power of God. Um, but it doesn't, you know, but there is, but then also we don't know what is causing those um, anxiety attacks and depression and things like that. Be, um, because it just could have been a series of events during that day that by the time you come across that person and they're having an anxiety attack or a panic attack or anything like that, it doesn't matter because they've had so many bad things or wrong things happen throughout their day that by the time you come across them, they're having an attack. It was like, 
why are you flipping out over this you know one little thing um it's like that doesn't make any sense but they've had all these it's a domino effect and so for for us that a way that we can remember is that we're supposed to have a spirit of power and love and self-control and so we can emphasize the love that we can have for someone else um, in those moments where we can be with them um, to help help them in that that tough times and so i want to encourage each one of us to do that that you know you know jesus told us not to judge you know let's not judge why people are are feeling the way they're feeling instead just be there with them because we have the spirit of power and love and self-control um so i think that's really important um uh for us because you know we get this lesson from yamirozu you know she needed the confidence boost in this episode to be able to grow as a hero uh, because her confidence had been shattered and because of Todoroki getting his lesson from Aizawa, he was able to give her the confidence and be a, a calming spirit for her in that moment. And so she was able to help them defeat Aizawa. Um, and so you might be able to do that for a friend um, or a family member or a loved one if we remember what the, the spirit that God has given us through the Holy Spirit. So, so um, Jeff, how would you rate this episode? This is actually one of my favorite episodes of the series. Um, and up to this point, it's it's definitely up there. Um, beca- for, for so many things. One, it's just like, I love... I, I do genuinely love any time when this show goes to the outer characters a little bit and gives us these and you know gives us this gives us this opportunity to see um you know characters outside of like bakugo and midoriya um and that sort of stuff so i always enjoy episodes like this but then also just to see the steps that these uh, these kids are taking in order to becoming the heroes that they're going to be in the future someday. Um, it's really great to see that growth. Um, and it's one of the, and then on top of it too, as a, as somebody that teaches, um, not necessarily in the, in the form of a teacher, but I teach a, a lot seeing great teacher moments like this, that like Aizawa had today or not uh, in this episode, I just, uh, I really love moments like this. So, um, I honestly, I'm, I'm going to give this episode a five. Um, I'm going to give it a 4.9. Um, and the only reason why I'm giving it, um, a 4.9 instead of a five is I would have liked for Ida's and Ojiro's time in the episode to have been a little bit longer um sue and tokoyami's was perfect it was it was just the right amount i um todoroki and yagirozu's was just the right amount um but i just would have loved a little bit more time with ida and ojiro um it was just for me it was just over too quickly um and 
it might be for my love of speedsters um, just to see Ida work a little bit more. Um, but uh, anyway, so that's for me is a 4.9. Um, but like you said, I mean, this is, I mean, this is a great episode. It's one of the, it's one of the shining examples. And this is, even though it's a short story arc in the anime, it's a really good one overall. Um, so, all right. So anyone with questions for us about uh, the biblical lessons that we talked about in this episode or other discussion that we've talked about in these different things uh, or anything about anime and comics, uh, feel free to email us at talkback at gmail.com or reach out to us on Twitter at frickityf or at frickityfrack on Instagram and Facebook. Know that we love you. God loves you. So go beyond plus ultra. Me, oh,